0: to you. Now, we're going to start in the main teaching that we have today, for today, and it's all connected, but there's no way I could have gone over talking about peace, talking about hope. And the fire of Yahweh. Because it would have just been too long. So I'm just trying to shorten it. But within a week, I will get those um, YouTube in-depth teachings on Peace and Hope up online. And if uh, you want to, I can either send them to you messenger them to you message them to you or you can find it on YouTube but today we're going to talk about Yahweh and the fire and his fire and the fire of the Ruach so let's go to Genesis chapter 19 and when you are in warfare when you are under warfare we are going to learn today, or if you already know this, you are going to be encouraged to go to a another level of learning how to release Yah's fire against the enemy, against wickedness, and how to release Yah's fire on your behalf for your protection. So, Yah's fire, and this teaching is going to be in two parts, and scripturally, biblically, from Genesis to Revelation, Yah's fire was released as a judgment and that's what this verse is about against wickedness perversion and when you read in the book of Revelation that the end of all wickedness the end of all things that offend the end of those that are unbelievers that are wicked that are um, false prophets false pastors false whatever, that are liars, so on and so forth, the end is going to be the lake of fire. And but that's not pretty that's not what we're gonna talk about today. Today we're gonna to focus in on how to use and pray fire prayers and how to release the fire Of the Ruach in warfare against the enemy so in Genesis 19 verse 24 it says then Yahweh rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from Yahweh out of heaven and when you do a thorough study of this subject you will find that in Revelation There are there is fire on the altar that is burning, and that angels release it into the earth. And again, it's twofold for protection as well as for judgment. Okay, now remember this in in Exodus chapter three, verse two. Exodus chapter 3 and verse 2, it says, The angel of Yahweh, and this is concerning Moses, the angel of Yahweh appeared unto him in a flame of fire. So it says, The angel of Yahweh, which is Yahshua, "...appeared unto Moses in a flame of fire." Okay, so the next one, Exodus 13 and verse 21. Exodus 13 and verse 21. says, Yahweh went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. So, we see that when the children of Israel were in the wilderness Yah protected them by surrounding them with a wall that was like a cloud that meant that Pharaoh and Pharaoh's army couldn't even see them it also says that he gave them a pillar of fire now in in the Wilderness, just like any other desert, at nighttime it gets chilly, and for some of us, downright cold. But He gave them a supernatural fire that not only gave them light but it protected them. And it gave them warmth. So there was provision. And then look in chapter 14 of verse 24. Exodus fourteen twenty-four. It says, The pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud troubled the host of the Egyptians. So we see here in the Torah how the fire of YAH was a protection. And it also was offensive, meaning it kept the enemy away. Okay? So now go to Zechariah. chapter 2 and verse 5 so Yah's fire protected and Yah literally built a hedge of protection around Israel in the wilderness so when the Egyptians came against them they were having to deal with the cloud and the fire all right Zechariah 2 5 says for Yahweh will be a wall of fire round about it declares Yahweh And it is Jerusalem. So we see here that Yahweh builds a wall of fire all around what is most sacred to him. In this context, It was Jerusalem and its temple. But I submit to you that you can include those that are of Israel because he built a wall of fire all around Israel in the wilderness. And we will see some other scriptures that talk about it. So we see here that Yahweh, that Yah, is a wall of fire all around Yah's people. Now think, and this is the picture, the vision, the imagery that Yahweh gave me. Have you ever seen a building, whether it's a house, commercial building, whatever, engulfed totally in flames? okay there's a couple things one no living thing can remain in that and no living thing can even enter into it even if they wouldn't like a fireman they would not allow the fireman to go in there because they would perish and that is the type of a wall of fire that YAH has promised to build around his people so that even if the enemy wants to even if demonic spirits want to even if witchcraft spells spirits Astral projection, marine spirits want to attack you and invade your life. They cannot because of the fire of Yahweh that is around you. And also, another thing about a building engulfed in flames is that the fire is so hot that it will not come near you. Get that picture. That's the type of fire that can be built around us as we obey Yah's Torah and as the Ruach has already created within us a new spirit and that we have been born from above. So get that picture within you. Now go to Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3, one of the things that you need to learn, and that is to pray that Yahweh would build a wall of fire all around you, all around your property, all around your property line, all around your home, your children, your being. And even if Satan wants to, He cannot approach it. Just like Pharaoh and the Egyptian army tried to approach it, but the wall of fire beat them back. The wall of fire pushed them back. And the hotter the fire gets, like if you're at a big fire somewhere, like a building burning, the further away you have to get so that you are not affected negatively by that fire same in the spirit realm when you pray the ruach's fire yah's fire remember this fire destroyed sodom and gomorrah this fire is going to destroy babylon and every worker of iniquity but they're never going to come to an end of it because theirs will last forever. So, in Matthew 3, verse 11, this is Messiah speaking. He said, I will baptize you with fire and the Ruach. So, at the beginning of his ministry, the first thing he said is that he promised that he's going to baptize you with fire. Yes, that includes an excitement in serving the Creator, but we cannot just limit it to that. That when it says fire, it means the fullness of all that the fire of Yahweh is about. So he promised that we would be submerged in his fire. Now remember, in Revelations, I believe it's one. Um, let's let me find it here. In Revelation. What, Revelation 1.14, it says that Yah's eyes were as a flame of fire. And if you go to Revelation 2.18, it says these things saith Yahshua, who has his eyes lit unto a flame of fire. And then look at Revelation. Well, you just write these down, and I'll just quote it to you. Revelation 8:5, it says, The angel took the censer and filled it with fire and cast it to the earth. And in Revelation 9.17, 9, 17, that's Revelation nine seventeen, it talks about a breastplate of fire. And Hebrews one seven says that his ministers are a flame. Of fire. Okay, back Acts chapter three or Acts chapter two and verse three. Yahshua said that he would baptize you with fire and the Ruach. We may not we may be limiting Yahweh and his Ruach. By not understanding the power of Yah's fire and the promise of Yah's fire. Now, I know y'all you, you probably remember this, but in First Kings, um, chapter one and verse 18, this is about when Elijah was dealing with the prophets of Baal. And he he said to the people, "Whosever Elohim answers by fire, then that's the Elohim you should serve." And so they agreed. And so he let the prophets of Baal go first. They built an altar. They put some sacrifice on the altar. And he said, go ahead, call upon your God, Baal, because God means Baal, referencing Satan. And, you know, they kept calling upon them. They cut themselves. They did all kinds of things to get Baal or God or Satan to manifest and to consume that sacrifice and then Elijah said maybe he's asleep you know that's where you, I get my wise but character from Yah the prophet said maybe he's asleep and so the prophet when it came his turn he saturated his sacrifice with water And then he prayed. And YAH from heaven released fire and it consumed the sacrifice and the water. And then he took the prophets of Baal and cut their heads off. So then Israel, at least for a time, they saw that YAH, was the mighty one, was the Elohim of Israel. And we see here a manifestation of what takes place when we release Yah's fire, that it will destroy anything that's wicked, anything that needs to be destroyed that's opposing you. And we know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, so our main objective is to release it against wickedness and demonic spirits, lawlessness. But there is a biblical time to release and to pray that Yahweh would release His fire To destroy those that are functioning in witchcraft and are prophets of Satan that are releasing spells and curses and that are trying to attack you and maybe have attacked you and robbed you of your joy, your peace, your hope. So on and so forth. But in Acts chapter 2 verse 3. On the day of Pentecost. It records that they saw. Cloven. Tongues. Of fire. Upon the disciples. So. When you are filled with Yah's spirit you can receive a baptism of fire and it will be evident And so there is a fire of Yah's spirit, and we need to learn how to release and pray and ask Yah to release his fire. To consume and destroy, say for example, you're under attack of witchcraft spirits. To not only to consume and destroy those witchcraft spells, attacks, curses that are coming against you but also to release judgment like YAH did against the people of Sodom and Gomorrah because of their wickedness. Now think about this. In the beginning there was fire. And in the end there was fire. So the more that we are progressing into the last days... We need to learn how to pray fire prayers. I was going to say the hotter it gets. Do what? I was going to say the hotter it gets. He said as we're progressing to the last days, the hotter it gets. But anyways, so, whatever you are dealing with, Whatever is going on in your life, your family's life, whether it's financial, spiritual, physical, you can pray and release Yah's fire um, against the works of darkness. Now, last night... I had some experiences. I'm trying to find what I wrote because I can't remember exactly. Uh, and it's not pulling it up. It's on my other phone and I can't get to it. So. Anyways, let's try another avenue here. Bear with me, please. Internet in Lehi is the pits. I can't pull nothing up, so I'm not going to be able to quote verbatim some of the prayers that I that came to me by the unction of Yah's Spirit but if you Google um, fire prayers you're going to probably come across a lot of prayers that um, people have learned to pray from ministries that are out of Africa and South Africa and some of them are okay but they all use the name Jesus they all use the name and they um, they uh, don't some of the some of the ways that they do it is um, I just disagree with but nonetheless that's my opinion I sure wish I could go to my phone but that's what is being recorded on but anyways because I'm drawing a complete blank of what Yah gave me this morning, so I can't quote it. But there are warfare, fire prayers that you need to learn to release against the works of darkness. And you need to ask Yah to release His fire Against the works of darkness. Keep talk, say something, do something. I'ma look for it. Share something, talk. Hello. Hello. Mark's looking for his. Notes. Well, you can do. Well, we should be able to to be able to um, look at something else other than just staying on that one screen. Yeah, I think I did that once, and it it throws you off. It turned it off. Uh-huh. So bear with me. I'm going. Hopefully, this will pull it up. Um. Yeah, because the enemy's messing with my memory right now, trying to get me not to remember what I quote, what I received this morning. Anybody have anything they want to share while we're doing this or anything they want to say? Any thoughts? Okay, Um, here's one of the prayers that came to me, and this will just be an example of how you can do it, but just apply it um, as Yahweh leads you. Yahweh, release the fire of your spirit to burn, destroy all witchcraft assignments, all astral projection against me in the power of your name. Let your fire build the hedge of protection all around us and our property in the power of your name. When the enemy approaches, let him see and experience your blaze of fire and let that fire push him back to where he relents and flees in the power of your name. May your glorious Ruach fire Protect us in the power of your name. Let this fire burn up any evidence that the enemy was even here in the power of your name. And may you, Father Yah, be exalted and glorified for delivering and protecting us, your people Israel, in the power of your name. Okay, here's another one. Yahweh tear down every protection that familiar spirits and witchcraft spirits have built around themselves. Now that's another thing I didn't really get into is that you know that Satan has built a hedge of protection around the wicked. And that's why they very seldom are brought to justice even in our natural world. That's why very seldom any of the things that they're planning and scheming to do is never brought to light, i.e. the last election, because Satan has built a wall of protection around his witches his warlocks, and around their covens, and around something he gave me called their spell chambers. And that is a place where witches and warlocks go, whether in the natural or in the spiritual, to release curses and spells against individuals to get them say stupid things, to get them do things. Well, Satan has built a hedge, a wall, a protection, so to speak, around them so that they would not be caught. And we need to pray that Yah would tear those walls down. That Yah. That every form, every demonic spirit, every familiar spirit, witchcraft spirit, every work of wickedness, and every representative of darkness that the enemy has been shielding and protecting. That's why all these politicians, nothing ever happens to them. Because Satan has protected them. But there will come a day that they will answer. But that can't come soon enough. And so we need to learn to pray that Yahweh would tear down and destroy through His fire these people and their, their protection, the protection that Satan has given them like He did to the walls of Jericho. Remember the walls of Jericho and He utterly destroyed them. We need to pray that He would crush and render these workers of darkness and every one of them is involved in witchcraft in some way, shape, fashion, or form. That is the main spirits that operate through them. That He would render them ineffective and powerless and these spirits And when you experience a lack of peace, when you experience a lack of joy, when you experience hopelessness, these spirits are attacking you. And we need to pray that Yeshua would render them ineffective and that they would never come back because of the Ruach's fire that is now placed over and around you. That even if they want to approach you, they cannot. And then we need to pray that Yah would restore and heal all those that have suffered from their evil attacks in Yeshua's name. And here's another good one. Um, Yahweh, I invite your spirit into this prayer session and into my room. I take the sword of the spirit and sever the silver cord that connects soul and spirit together in all beings attempting to astral travel and project near me. See, now, something you may not understand, and that is when you have dreams in the night and you may dream of someone you know, you may dream of a person, or you may even see individuals in your your dreams. The majority of that is because of astral projection. That witches and warlocks are releasing demonic spirits into your night season to afflict you, to put spells on you, to curse you, to torment you, to afflict you, to bind you, hinder you. Because whenever you have those kinds of dreams or nightmares, you wake up, you are not. You are not peaceful. You are not restful. You are um, uneasy, and so we need to learn, We need to realize just how much, especially in these last days, astral projection is functioning against people to torment them and if you ever have dreams that are especially sexual in nature even if you're married and you're dreaming of your wife or your husband that is familiar spirits that is astral projection that is the marine kingdom spirit Marriages that are coming and invading your life trying to attach themselves to you. So understand this, you know, when little, when, when, you know, boys are usually 12, 13, they have quote unquote what's called wet dreams. Those are not just natural things. Those are marine spirits spirit wives and husbands being introduced to them in the night seizing so that they will be their mate in the spirit realm now i know this might be hard to comprehend and that they would be married to them in the spiritual and that is why many people have divorces many people's marriages are not good many people have so many issues is because of these spirit spouses. And we need to learn to pray and release the fire of the Ruach in judgment against these spirits to sever them, to cut off any ties that they have had to your life and to destroy them so that they can never return again. And then I wrote this, that we can ask Yah to send a band of angels to bind any and all demons and power demons that would attempt to connect or reconnect these silver cords and cast them into the pit and do this indefinitely until none are left. We also need to pray through the fire of Yah, that we would break down, undam, destroy, and blow up all walls of protection against all the wicked who operate in witchcraft against me. And any curses that they place upon me would have no effect and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. In Yeshua's name. So, those are just some types of prayers that we can learn to pray. Now, I don't know your situation. I don't know your situation, but we all have something where the enemy is attacking us in and. When we use all the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal, but mighty through God or through Yah, through the pulling down of strongholds, this is one of them. And maybe you, uh, you know about this. Maybe you don't. But the best way is the Ruach will lead you. He will show you how to pray. But you need to have an understanding of the scriptural precedence about YAH's fire. That it's been given to us to release against the works of darkness. It's been given to us to ask YAH to build that wall of fire round about you. Round about your family, so on and so forth. And it's like this picture I I get is that this fire will be so bright, so hot, that if the one the enemy wanted to, he couldn't come near you, even if he wanted to. And especially in the night season. I mean, how many people are tormented in the night season with wicked dreams, evil dreams, nightmares, um, So on and so forth. And other people who are not spiritually educated, they will have a dream of a grandma or grandpa or a cousin or somebody that's died. And they will literally welcome that dream. They will enjoy that dream because they think it's from their loved one. When in fact, it's a familiar spirit looking to attach itself to you so that it can get a further hold on your life and then all of a sudden, years down the road, your life is filled with so so much misery and torment that you want to kill yourself. Or you're so oppressed And everything is so messed up. And it's all because we don't have a proper understanding of what is taking place. And when you sleep at night, that's a lot when the enemy likes to attack. He likes to do things to trick you and deceive you and so if i have any dream that is that involves seeing another person i know it's a familiar spirit like last night we went to bed we fell asleep i woke up quickly and i saw A boy in our kitchen right by the front door of our bedroom probably six to eight years old then I saw a German Shepherd come next to him and he was petting him and I started to rebuke this familiar spirit and commanded to leave and then a man a male figure appeared, and then I saw all three of them, and I said, I said, get out and don't return in Yeshua's name. And it really shook me. And so, they left. And then in the morning, that's when I got this teaching about Yah's fire. Now, I don't know why, but I'm... I get a lot of dreams like this where I'll wake up and with my eyes open, I see a person, especially in our living room. They're never in our bedroom because it's like Yah has said that's off limits. Well, now I want them off limits to our house. And so I've been praying. Father, if there's anything in our house that gives them the legal right to come, reveal it to me so we can renounce it and repent of it. If there's anything that I have done or am doing, reveal it to me so I can renounce it and repent of it. And so I share all this because I'm sure I'm not alone in dealing with some of these issues. And that there, Yah has given us answers. And part of that answer is learning how to pray fire prayers and to obey His laws and commandments. So Father, we just thank You for this Word, this teaching. We pray that You would open the eyes of our understanding and that every assignment against our life against our families we release the fire of the Ruach to destroy and to remove these demonic entities these demonic spirits and for you to build a wall of fire round about us to protect us especially in the night season. And that if the enemy would approach, that he would not even be able to come close because of your fire, because of your power. And Father, we ask you to destroy the works of the enemy, the chambers, the spell chambers, the witchcraft covens that these spirits are operating through. May those be blown up and destroyed by the fire of your spirit. And may they never be able to make them effective again in Yeshua's name. And Father, Yah, we pray that you would heal and restore all those that have been affected by the attacks of the enemy and that you would restore their lives seven times greater. And Father, those that have been suffering from a lack of peace, a lack of hope, and specifically I'm thinking of people that have suffered from PTSD. That's how you say it, right? Yeah those that have suffered from that. That you would release your fire and destroy those strongholds. And that you would give them hope. You would give them your shalom, your peace. And you would restore their life in Yeshua's name.